do it. Pray, praise testing. Um, we're not gonna do any any of those traditional preliminaries that we've grown accustomed to. How many of you all, after hearing, I'm, I'm telling you, oh my God, I don't know how you didn't sleep in the same bed together. Good God. It's almost like goodness and mercy and the power of the Holy Spirit, just such a connection, such an anointing. Listen, I've traveled all over the world, all over the United States. I'm talking about Samuel Rodriguez. I've been as far west as California, and I've been as far country as Tommy Bates. I've been with Andre Crouch, the Winans, so many, and I don't know, and I just want to say this, I'm so overwhelmed by the worship that you all just don't understand what it is that we have. I want somebody to just lift your hands up and say, we got something special. We, we got something real special. And it's not a carbon copy or, or trying to be somebody or something else. I want you just to go right back into that. How many of you know the world needs what we got here tonight? The living hope. And I want them to sing just a little bit more of it. They're not here to entertain you. They're here to lead you into the very presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, just get right back into it. Why don't you just sit back, relax, and worship God? So great a mercy, what heart could follow such boundless grace when the God of Hallelujah! Stand down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has broken. I am forgiven. The King of Kings calls me His own. Woo! Beautiful Savior. Shout of praise. Use your weapon of shout and praise. 
clap your hands and shout unto God. Come on, let's use our weapon of worship, our weapon of praise. You're our hope. You're our joy. You're our strength. Come on, lift them up. Lift them up. Glory to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Stretch your hand this way and ask God to anoint our musicians and singers. Come on, begin to pray for them. Lord, touch them. Anoint them afresh and anoint them anew. Lord, we don't know many of us that don't sing and play an instrument. How difficult it is when your voice won't cooperate, when you're tired, when you're weary, but you press and persevere. Bless our drummer. Bless our guitar player, our bass player. Lord, bless our violinist. Bless our keyboardist. Bless these frontline singers. Fill them with new hope and new expectation. When they sing, let cancer's tumors disappear. Diabetes be healed. Sicknesses be delivered. Come on, lift up your hands. Satan, you're a liar and the blood of Jesus is against you glory to God Lord and we lift up this congregation and we are filled with hope and we are inspired to run on to see what the end gonna be for they that sow in tears will reap in joy come on lift up your hands and wave the last five years of your life goodbye wave the last ten years goodbye why Behold, I will do a new thing, and it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Rivers in the desert, water in the wilderness. Oh, we bless your name, Lord. Come on, point at somebody and tell them God's got something for you tonight. He's got something great for you tonight. He's got a miracle with your name on it. Just re believe it and receive it and act on it. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of Almighty God. Man, I enjoyed that tonight. Wow. Just when I think that they've done the best that they could do and they've reached their limit and their limitation, They'll do something else that reminds me that God never gets old. Worshiping God never gets old when you do it right. When you got the right attitude and you got the right motives and you got the right focus, it never gets old. And one day we're going to heaven. And we're going to sing the song of the redeemed. And we will never grow old. And we're going to sing to a God who forgave us and loved us and won the victory for us. Won't it be wonderful there? Come on, clap your hands. Won't it be glorious there? No more sickness. No more disease. No more Democrats. Somebody, somebody clap your hands and say amen <laughs> I was just seeing if you were alert there is a word from the Lord tonight man my joy got joy I feel it from my nose to my toes God is in this place listen nobody out churches the palace I don't
don't care what they say anywhere. When this church is focused on worshiping God, even the young children in this church, the young children, give our children's church and youth department a good God bless you. We have some on fire young folk and children. Um, just a few, but as the first service ended, young man walked up to me. Uh, I believe it was our pastor of music and fine arts. His son walked up to me and told me how blessed and inspired he was. And he began to cry and weep before the Lord. And I want you to understand something. That's not happening everywhere. And just because folk got a big church don't mean they understand the big God. And so you got something that folks, if they had it, they would bottle it up and sell it. I'm so glad salvation is free because if it weren't free, none of us could get it. But Jesus paid it all and we owe him all the glory for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Miller and his lovely wife. We had the opportunity to go to his home and we ate a cow this afternoon. So if I'm a little slow tonight, blame it on the pastor and blame it on his wife for serving us in such a way that inspires us to want to come back again and again and again and again and again. Every time I come to Missouri, God does a miracle. Every time I come, God blesses someone. And I believe it's not because of me. But it is because you know without a shadow of a doubt that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is here because we know how to worship him in spirit and in truth. And we're not ashamed nor embarrassed to own him, to honor him, to worship him, and to give him the glory. Somebody ought to shout, Amen. I love of the Lord and I won't take it back say amen go to the word of God I'm so I'm so messed up I don't know what to do and I and, and what we have tonight the sweet spirit of God that's in this room tonight is something that we cannot manufacture we can't manipulate it we can't force it in somebody or on somebody. When God is in the midst, he does what he wants to do and how he wants to do it. And a holy presence deserves a holy yes. And we're saying yes to all God is, all God wants, and all God will do in the future. Would you just give him a holy yes? Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes to whatever you want to do in and through me. I want what God wants. And so tonight, I want to get right back into the vein of focusing on the absolute necessity and the essentialness of the church of the living God. Brothers and sisters, if you think it was bad in 2020, 
What would it have been like if the saints were not on this planet? If we weren't praying and fasting and praying that God would have mercy, I call 2020 the year of Nebuchadnezzar. I call it the year that the devil turned up the heat seven times hotter. We had racial unjustness in the streets. We had uh, all kinds of absolute rage in the street. We had a political season. We had sickness, death, and disease. And all behind that was the devil saying, I'm going to break the church. I'm going to break the Christians. I'm going to make them inoperative. I'm going to totally put them out of order. I'm going to make them non-essential. I'm going to cause their numbers to drop. And your pastor and I were talking about the numbers in America. That the first time since World War II, in World War II, they said that 78% of the United States of American citizens were a part of a Protestant church. And in less than 60 years, old foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? There's been a great falling away and a turning away. People have lost that loving feeling for God. They become God haters, heady and high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Our young people are literally taking switchblades and cutting themselves. 60% of Christian marriages are ending in divorce. And what the enemy is trying to say, that the church is no longer necessary, it's no longer essential, and there, that the church is not a hiding place. It's not a citadel. It's not a place that the righteous can run in and are saved. And so everybody nowadays is turning to alternatives. They have this new thing called chrislam where we mix Christ and Muhammad. And they have these new ideas where they're declaring that you don't have to really commit to a life of holiness and a life of righteousness, that you can live any kind of way you want to live and still make it to heaven. But my Bible says the wages of sin is death, the gift of God is eternal life. My Bible put a man and a woman together. Not two men, not two women, but somewhere we tried to change what is holy and make it fit for us. But God is not trying to fit into our box. He wants us to find ourselves in his word. Present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God and so in this era we need to be like the wise men you know why the wise men understood that Herod was a liar they knew Herod was a murderer and the wise men when Herod told them when y'all find baby Jesus when you find the savior come back and tell me so I could worship him and the wise men went a whole different direction. 
And so we're telling the devil, we're not telling you nothing but go to hell by yourself. We're not telling you nothing but the blood of Jesus is against you. We're not telling you anything, but we believe every word that came out of the mouth of God and like a tree planted by the rivers of water, we shall not be moved. And so I want to talk to you for a few moments about the church is essential. One thing have I desired, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. How long? All the days of my life. I want to be in the house of God, so connected to the Spirit of God that the gates of hell cannot prevail against me, the house of prayer and the palace of praise does a pretty good job of establishing this local assembly as the kingdom of God in this region. We enforce that Christ is king of kings and lord of lords and there is no alternative. Muhammad died and they buried him. Confucius died and they buried him. Buddha is a pot-bellied statue, but Jesus died. They buried him, but on the third day, he stepped out the grave with all power, and because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, I don't have the spirit of fear, but I got power, love, and a sound mind. Let's go to the word of God because I want you to get in it. How, how deep do you want me to get in? All in. I'm all in. After 2020, I'm all in. I don't want to be a half-baked cake or KFC chicken, half done. But I'm declaring that this church is all in. Somebody lift up your hands and say it. I'm all in. My God, I'm all in from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, my heart, my mind, my will, my attitude, my agenda. I want to do whatever God wants me to do until there is no more breath in my body. I'm all in. Let's go to the word of God. Songs 92 verse 13. I love this verse. Because I'm here to tell you how important the house of God is. It's very important. It's vitally, in thank you dear heart, it's vitally important. I thought I got healed and I didn't need these glasses. <laughs> Let's go to the word of God. Songs 92 verse 13. My only son is here tonight. Stand up Master Jaden Marquis Ziegler. There's my son now. We've been all over the country this week, and I, he decided that he wanted to come with me 
and we've been shouting in Philadelphia and in New Jersey, and we're here with you today all day. And I'm telling you, when we pulled up to this church, Jaden said, Dad, I didn't know we were in India. <laughs> he thought this was the Taj Mahal. Anyway, let's read the word of the Lord. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. And I really believe that if you're going to be in something, you need to get roots in it. You need to get round, grounded in it. You need to get deeply connected to it. No more Judas Iscariot in it for what you can get out of it. Jesus had 12 disciples and one of them was the devil. Look to your left or right. No, don't look at nobody. Look straight at me. <laughs> Jesus had 12 and one of them had their own agenda. One of them had their own angle, had a position, but not a seat. And I just don't want to have a position in the church, but no seat in the kingdom of God. I want to be great in the kingdom of God. I want to hear God say these words. Not well done, thy good and faithful bishop. Not well done, thy good and faithful evangelist. Not well done, thy good and faithful children's church pastor. But I want to hear God say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's what we are. Either God's going to say, well done, or God's going to say, well I don't want him to say, well, I want him to say, well done. And as a child of God, we must consider that the church was God's idea. The church of the living God is not a social club. It's not a clique. It is not something that I just give over to my son, Jaden. For financial wealth, it's not a position that I can give my son when I get ready to move to Florida. But the church is God's house. These are God's people. And we are on this planet as the salt and the light and we got the oil of joy we have the anointing and it does not belong to us everything we got it came from God it goes to God the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and everybody that's in it and so at a certain point I don't just give it to Jaden for my paycheck because if God didn't give it to him, I can't give it to him. And many churches are like a family business or a family institution. But we are the only living organism on the planet that can get in direct contact with God. The only organism in the universe that can get in contact with God is the church of the living God look at somebody and say we're it baby we got Jesus on the main line and we can tell him what we want 
And his word is, if my people who are called by my name, if we'd humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways, I want y'all to know something. That the cure to the virus is not Johnson & Johnson or Pfizer or Moderna. But the cure to the virus of sin, the cure to racism, the cure to rape and sexual abuse is if God's people ever got on their face before God and sought his face, you're talking about a backbreaker for the devil. If God's Holy Ghost people ever got on one accord, we'll run the devil out of Missouri and run him right back to where he belongs. If my people who are called by my name but in order to be called by his name, we have to do what he called us to do. And I believe that those that be planted in the house of God shall flourish and God will delight in us as we connect and understand that we, the people of God, in the house of God that he established upon this rock, I will build my and the gates of shall not prevail against it. Those of us that are planted in it, we flourish. We prosper spiritually. And I believe that God is a meter of needs. All my needs God will supply because God owns everything. And when you do right by God, he'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. He will drive the devil away from your children, away from those things that are near and dear to you. I concur with the singers. There's nothing better than a relationship with God that is found by faith and grace in God. And so I want to talk to you about us the church, those that are planted in it, and how God has put within the mechanism of the church based on our connection and allegiance to being a part not of the building, but the very thing that Jesus died for and is coming back for, a church without a spot or a blemish or anything. And the devil through this virus has done everything in his power to downgrade the church. He's done everything that he could to make us non-essential, to make our worship non-essential, to make our praise non-essential. But devil, you can't shut us up. You can't shut us down. You can't make us quit. You can't make us give up. You can't make us wave a white flag because we know the power of a unified church, the power of unified people, all oh, people people of God the enemy is trying to break us I grew up in what we call the black church and all my heroes were preachers I grew up with Andre Crouch he used to come through our church take me back through it all the blood I grew up with a deep rich church history and I've seen just about everything you could see in a church. 
I've seen weddings and funerals and I've seen a little this and I've seen a little that. And one of the greatest privileges of my life is being a part of the blood-bought church. How many of you can say without a shadow of a doubt that I'm a part of something much bigger than me, much bigger than a social club? I have a family that's black, white, red, yellow, family in China, family in Pakistan who know the name of Jesus, who worship the name of Jesus, who are not ashamed of the name of Jesus. And one of my fond memories as a child, I remember I used to go with my grandfather, the late Bishop George DeLoach, and we would go commune and pray for folk. And we had a woman in our church who was very close to my grandmother, name was Sister Gatherite, and we used to call her Sister G. And Sister G was a older black woman who never got married. And she would get happy anywhere. I mean the chick had it bad for Jesus. She would get happy in Kroger, in Winn-Dixie, in Big Bear. She would get happy anywhere. And when my grandmother would go up to greet Sister G, they'd be in the grocery store and they'd greet each other. Praise the Lord, Sister G. Praise the Lord. Praise the God. Good to see you, Sister G. And Sister G was the kind of woman where it didn't matter where she was, she'd get happy between the ketchup and the mustard. And my grandmother and her would say, Ooh, wasn't that a good service Sunday morning? And Sister G would say, Sunday. Two old black ladies done got happy and two, two, bo two jars of mustard done been busted and we need somebody to go clean it up. She would get happy anywhere. You know why? That was deep within her. She loved the church. She never missed church. She was like a piece of furniture. She was always there. And Sister G had a stroke. And I remember she, had, she lived alone and she had a stroke and I don't know how they got to her but all night long she was laying on the floor and she was mouth twisted, hand twisted and she said all night long I was just speaking in tongues. Mouth twisted, hand twisted. And so by the time somebody got there and she should have died See, the church is full of stories like Sister G. It's full of stories of people that don't know how they made it out of that car wreck. They don't know how they made it through that chemotherapy. They don't know how they made it when their child died. They don't know how they made it when their husband died. The church is full of people that have been through the valley in the shadow of death and somehow they're still standing. Oh, good God. And Sister G was in the hospital. And we came off the elevator. And we come off the elevator, my grandfather and one of my uncles, and we went to pray for her. And I was always with him. I was always with my granddaddy because he was always going to find the food. <laughs> and one thing about church people, they're the best cooks in the world. We didn't get fat looking at it. Ain't nothing like a Holy Ghost woman frying chicken. I don't hear nobody talking to me. Ain't nothing like a Holy Ghost woman got 
chicken and dumplings and mac and cheese. I felt something move in my soul. Ain't nothing like a good fried fish. Yeah, gumbo, you got me, girl. Crawfish, oh, this is my sermon, this is my sermon. Lord, have mercy. But Sister G was in the room, mouth all twisted. And we, we come off the elevator. Bing! The elevator open. All we heard was, The nurse said, That woman crazy in there. Ain't nobody want to go in there with that crazy black woman. And my granddaddy said, that's Sister G, ain't it? I'm like, you are the smartest guy in the room. We went in that girl room. Sure enough, her mouth was twisted. Her hand was twisted. All her side was immobile. And that crazy woman grabbed her hand and was trying to shake it. And my granddaddy said, Sister G, girl, what you doing? And she said, Bishop, I'm shouting on half. <laughs> he said, what? She said, I'm going to shout until this stroke get up off of me. And Sister G went from that room and I see you. The girl went to rehab, got about six folks saved there. The girl went to a convalescent home, got five folks saved there. And then I remember the Sunday she went from a, a, a walker to a cane and, and all she wanted to do was do that black girl dance again. And I remember she got that cane and started shaking it and then something got in her feet and something got in her hand and she started doing that black girl shout when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done I got something to shout about can I get about 20 people to help me shout about the miracle working power of God hey 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 point at somebody and say it's something to the Holy Ghost. It's something to the power of God. It's something about the name Jesus. It's something about God when he lays his hand on you. That's my memories of the church. Sister G, I saw her mouth come back. Her hand come back. And before she died, I saw her do what she really wanted to do. She said, Brother John John, if I can just shout one more time, I can go to heaven. She said, I don't want to go to heaven like this. I said, oh, Sister G, you ain't going to heaven like that. When you get to heaven, you ain't got to worry about clean up on aisle seven. You ain't got to worry about nobody laughing at you. You ain't got to worry about nothing. For when you get to heaven, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Lift up your hands 
And I want you to repeat my first point. Church is more than a place. And this is what the devil has made it. It's just a place. For old people to go that live like hell when they're ready to die. Oh, no, baby. Church is more than a place. And, and I tell that to somebody who marriage was this close from ending. Tell that to somebody who had all kind of sexual dysfunction and they found love, acceptance, and forgiveness in the palace of praise. Tell that to somebody that was suicidal and didn't want to live and wasn't ready to die, but they walked up in this church and they heard gospel singing and they heard gospel preaching. They heard that Jesus was better than meth. Jesus was better than sex. Jesus was better than porn. Jesus is better than a boyfriend. He's better than a girlfriend. Jesus Christ is the best thing that could have ever happened to anybody. Somebody praise him. I'm in this. Not a social club. Not a popularity contest. Not getting a lot of money so I can build a big house and have another big house. I'm in it because God did something for me that nobody else could do and I feel like I owe him for the rest of my life for saving my soul, for making me whole, for filling me with hope. I need about 25 people to give God the best praise you got if God forgave you and saved you. Open your mouth and worship him. It's more than a place. Sit down, y'all. Can I talk to somebody? Can I get a witness? Young lady, right there. Is it more than a place to you? Way more. Way more. Is, is this more than a place? Way more. Is it more than a place, Papa? Is this more than a place? Sister, stand up, my preacher. Is this more than a place? Is this more than a building? And you go to that big church in popular bluff, and ain't nothing in there but a bunch of uppity people, and I just... You don't know what's in here. You don't have a clue what's up in here. You don't know the story behind my praise. You can criticize my house. You can criticize my clothes. You can criticize my car. You can even talk about my dog. But one thing you can't talk about is when I think of what God did for me and I give him the glory you don't know where he brought me from. It's more than a place. Somebody shake your head like a black woman with some new weave. It's more than a place. 
wait a minute, wrong church. Shake your head like a white woman that just got out of a pool. More than a place. It's the body. It's the body of Jesus. The church is the body of Jesus. And what runs through the body is the blood of Jesus. Young lady, is it more than a place? Wait. Y'all go to that bit, honey. Don't look at the size of the church. Look at the size of the God. Don't look at the carpet. Look at the people who have been through the fire, who've been through the flood, who buried their mama in here, who buried their daddy in here, who buried their children in here, and they still gave God the sacrifice of praise. It ain't praise unless it's a sacrifice of praise. And, and Brother Ken, I'm all in. Somebody ball up, I'm all in. Say, I'm I'm. Not in the building, not in the denomination, not in the clique, not in the club. If you don't ever invite me to your barbecue, if you don't ever invite me to your baby shower, if you don't ever invite me to your tea, it doesn't matter as long as I'm invited to go to a place called heaven, as long as I'm invited to be in the house of God when it's over, that's enough for me. Hold number one up again. It's more than a place. It's more than a place, brother. Way more. How much more? I understand. More than a place. Look around this church. Wow. Look at the place where people used to sit that have gone to heaven. And they're looking down from the great cloud of witnesses. I came to heaven through the palace of praise. You transferred a membership from the church militant to the church triumphant. Call out somebody that died in the Lord. Anybody? Henry Bradshaw. Call out another name. Huh? Bud Middleton. Susan. Call out another person. Call out another name. Huh? Yeah. He wasn't a member of this church, but he's in heaven. He's talking about my granddaddy. They looking down. I'm glad I was a part of this church. It's more than a place. And number two, hold up number two. It's not about you. I was a young upstart in the church. I thought I knew it all. I was a big shot. I graduated in the top 10 of my class. I got me some education. And I went back to the church. And I was telling them how to do it. Oh, I told them off. I told them off and I slammed the door so hard that the picture fell off the wall. And I took my hypocrite self in the sanctuary and Sister Williams 
come in and she was bald headed as you need. And she said, How come as this? I said, Praise the Lord, Sister Williams. Now I just was cussing, I mean, I just was fussing in the office. <laughs> and Sister Williams said, Come here. I said, Praise the Lord, Sister Williams. I said, Where your wig at? She said, I left it home. I said, you left your wig? And I said, Sister Williams, your clothes not fit. She had cancer. And Sister Williams forgot a wig. Dress was too big. And Sister Williams said, I heard you was preaching. And I had a bad week. And I told my children, I might get a miracle if I go today. I just got through fussing because I thought it was about me. And a woman drug herself, been puking and throwing up all week. And a woman drug herself to church, dress didn't fit, left a wig, and she said, I thought I might get a miracle today. You don't know who's looking at you because they know you're connected to him. The only reason people think anything of me is because of him. Lift your hand. Anytime they say anything about you, it's because you reflect him. Jesus. Did y'all hear that? The woman come in. I thought I might get a miracle. Look down your row. And I want you to speak it. You can get a miracle tonight. Speak it in the name of Jesus. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're facing, no matter what's going on in your body, no matter what was on the x-ray, tonight God wants you to know it ain't about the little black preacher or the tall white one. It's all about Jesus. It's about his presence. It's about his power. It's about praising and lifting him up. Don't you ever come in here with an attitude that you're so grand and wonderful I can't even walk except you hold my hand. It's all about God. I want somebody to just testify it's not, a, it's not about me. Somebody stand up. Just stand up, brother, and just tell everybody. Tell them, it's, tell them, you're talented. One of the most talented men in this church. But let everybody know it's not about me. Lift your hands and say it. It's not about me. I don't care about the praises of men because they'll cry Hosanna and then they'll cry crucify. They'll love you today and hate you by this afternoon. But if God be for you, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. If God is on your side, man can't do nothing to you. 
I need somebody that's on God's side to help me shout in this building a victory shout. I know who I am. I know what God has done. And I owe him all the praise from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. It's all. Let these folks know, stand up, baby. Every time you sing, woo, say it. Say it. It's not about every note you sing. Sometimes you're tired. Sometimes you're weary. Sometimes you had a hard week. But when you open your mouth, it's to the glory. It's to the honor. It's to the praise. Number one, this is more than a place. Number two, it ain't about me. Not unto us, oh God, not unto us, but unto your name. We give glory. I want you to ask God right now with your hands up, send a revival to this community. Send a revival to the youth department. Send a revival to children's church. Let eight-year-olds be filled with the Holy Ghost. Let eight-year-olds be baptized and filled with fire. Let the fire of God be in this youth pastor. Fire, holy fire. It's not about you. Sister Miller, lay your hands on your husband and say, oh, it's not about you. Lay hands on your father. Get up, son. Lay your hands on your father. And we, we recommit our pastor. We recommit our pastor. We say, it's not about you. Double his attendance. Double his resources. Double his anointing. Double his favor. Put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder and ask God for greater favor. Ask God for greater anointing. Ask God for double grace, double favor, double blessings. Ask God, do a new thing, do a fresh work. Oh, he's here. He's here. I feel his presence here. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness put God first God gives you the power to get wealth it's not about money it's not about position it's not about notoriety it's all about Jesus he is the kingdom he is the power he is the glory he is the lion he is the lamb he is the fire hallelujah it's all point at him that's what many churches in America have come to. It's about programs. It's about the social gospel. It's about Black Lives Matter. It's about All Lives Matter. It is not about Black Lives Matter. It's about the kingdom of God matters. Jesus matters. The Holy Ghost matters. The power of God matters. The cross matters. Witnessing matters. Ball up your fist. I'm all in. Somebody ought to weep before the Lord right now. I'm all in.
Say it, brother. Louder. Louder. Say it, I'm all in. If the kingdom doesn't matter, I don't care who you recognize. I don't care, you can put a black man in the White House, a Hispanic man in the White House, until you put a Holy Ghost man in the church house that's not afraid to call homosexuality sin, that's not afraid to call lying, lying, abomination, abomination. We need somebody to stand up and tell the truth no matter what people might say. God will make a way for you. God will open doors for you but just do it for Jesus read that verse I'm planted in it I'm in it somebody shouted I'm all the way after COVID when folks are saying I don't know about going to church I don't know about it it's too risky it's too risky. I don't know about going to church right now. I'll wait to 2022. You don't know if you got tomorrow. Lift up your hand. Say, I don't even know if I got tomorrow. I might not wake up in the next 10 minutes. I might die in this building. But if I die, let me die in the army of the Lord. If I die, let me die speaking in tongues. If I die, let me die praising my Savior. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. Help me shout, woman. Help me shout. Help me shout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just get down in the floor and just worship him. He gonna bless your family. He gonna turn something around. Just give it to him. Boy, y'all feel what I feel? Do y'all feel what I feel? I want somebody to put your foot on the devil's head and let him know tonight if you think we were getting ready to quit, we were ready to give up, we're ready to shout a victory shout. We're ready to dance a victory dance. Go ahead, brother. Lift up your hand. Anybody feel what I feel? I said, anybody feel what I feel? The world. Come here. Come here, this is my daughter. This is what the world does. Sit down, I'm almost done. The world does this. This is what it does. This is all it does. This all the world does is throw stuff at you. Too fat, too short, too tall, too big bone, your ears too big, your nose too long, one of your eyes, you're small, and the world just, I'm, 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 it's about to get real up in here. At my church, my mom's church, 14-year-old girl watching YouTube, 14-year-old girl, please excuse, with your permission, I'll go forward. Young girl told her parents on Wednesday night that she had cramps 
and she couldn't come to church watching YouTube, watching YouTube, watching YouTube on into the web of deception, the internet, the worldwide web. You don't know what your kids are surfing in. It's the web of deception. And this 14-year-old girl at our church got bunk beds, put a rope around her neck, and effixated, killed herself, while her mom and dad were at full gospel church of God in Christ. My family in that church. My mama in that church. Our, my granddaddy built that. Built that. And one of our numbers got on YouTube, 14, and killed herself. The parents went home. The girl put a chair at the door where they couldn't get in. The devil set it up. The parents at church, the child home dead. The family notified us that night. The child was being bullied, bullied unmercifully, bullied, and they just kept throwing it at her, and it kept throwing it, and the young girl snapped, cracked, and popped, and her mom and dad let us stay home. Point number three, church is where we are renewed. When the world throws all this junk at us, when they throw all this filth at you, when they try to put all these thoughts in your head, when they try to label you, when they try to describe you're not good enough, you, you've been molested, you've been this, you've been that, all of that's who you are. The devil is a liar. <laughs> threw all that stuff at her and she just cracked. And her parents, we had the funeral at the church. Could you imagine how sad it was? Could you imagine how sad it was? A 14-year-old girl and all this stuff was thrown at her over time. And our church felt like the devil won. But I want you to lift your hands up at the palace of praise. Devil, you're not going to win. Not our seniors, not our married couples, not our singles, not our youth. You're not, come on, say it. You're not. Say it. Say it. I came from Atlanta, Georgia. He's just throwing it. But when you come to church. Lift her hand on the other side. I'm going to lift it on this side. We lift you up. And we carry you to safety. Suicide is not an option. Drugs is not an option. Meth is not an option. Pornography is not an option. Same sex is not an option. It's not an option because when you come to church, we renew you and we strengthen you and we tell you that you can make it.
anybody hear this tonight? Point at all this junk. When you come here, you step on all of this. I'm more than my addiction. I'm more than my childhood. I'm more than my mistakes. I'm more than my divorce. I'm more than the people that bullied me. I'm more than the people that hate me. I'm more than the enemy that's trying to discourage me. I'm more than my past. I'm more than my anger. I'm more than this. The Holy Ghost said, just lift your hand and let it go. Let it go. He throws a lot at the people of God. The church is where we get renewed. Ball up your fists. I am blessed. I am anointed. I am a child of God. I am no longer a slave. I am not what my enemy wrote about me. I'm not what they said on Facebook. I'm not what they said about my kids. I'm a good mom. I'm a good dad. I'm a person that loves God. I might not be perfect, but I'm doing the best I can to hold to God's unchanging hand. I am a child of God. Anybody feel this tonight? Tell the devil you're not going to win. You're not. I'm not going to let you win. I am going to get stronger. I am going to get better. I'm going to get accountability. I'm going to have boundaries. I'm going to be responsible. I am not going to let you keep putting me in the same cycle of pain. I am not going into these porn chats in these wrong places. I'm going to get plugged in. I'm going to get committed and I'm going to get fortified and when the devil comes and knocks on my door, Jesus is going to open the door and Jesus is going to tell him get out of here oh I feel the Holy Ghost tonight COVID 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 Jesus 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 say it COVID Jesus 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 lastly church is where I grow it's where I grow somebody testify I'm stronger now than I was six months ago. Say it. I'm stronger now than I was three months ago. I'm stronger. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. I'm getting better. My attitude is getting better. I used to pop off. I used to want to slap somebody, but I'm holding my peace. I'm learning to let God fight my battle and victory shall be mine. I'm not going to let the devil push my buttons. I'm going to walk in the fruit of the spirit. I'm going to walk in love I'm gonna walk in forgiveness and I'm not gonna let the devil take me back there lift your hands I feel the spirit I'm ready to pray what's your name Zella come here pick that up come go with me just start throwing it that's what the devil wants through all these excuses Nobody got problems like that. Come on, Zella. Keep going. Go down that aisle. Just keep throwing it out there. The devil throws it out there. Ain't nobody think like you. Ain't nobody got a past like you. Nobody, everybody in there is holier than you. Look, you can't even stay focused. Every time the service is going, your mind is somewhere else, your heart is somewhere else. Come on up the center aisle. Keep going, Zella. Oh, keep, 
I got another one for you. Come on, baby. Go and get you another one. See, the devil throws all that stuff at you. Go on down that center aisle and just keep throwing it until you keep on. We're going to give the cleanup man a lot of work tonight. We want him to work. Keep throwing it. He throws all this at you to get you out of the church, to disconnect you. Plants these thoughts and then condemns you for having them. You're like, I wasn't even thinking about Beyonce. Where that came from? I wasn't even thinking about Elvis. That's for you. <laughs> Where that came from? <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about a hunk of hunk of nothing. But he throws all that. Doesn't he, Zella? He throws it all out there. And you know what he does? Until ain't nothing left. Hold it. Shake it. Ain't nothing in there. He throws all this stuff at you to empty you out. But when you come to church, Zella, pick all them up <laughs> and put it back in there. When you come, he puts back in love. He puts back in forgiveness. He puts back in mercy. He puts back in kindness. He puts back in joy. And then he gives you some more joy. Hey, yeah, yeah, Bella. Yeah, Zella. And he gives you more peace. And he gives you more patience. And he gives you more endurance. Come on, come on. Listen, you, you, you didn't know this was the job, did you? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And, and, and he fills you back up. Show it to him. This is my very capable assistant. <laughs> She's going to Washington with me. I'm just kidding. Oh, turn. He, he, holy. And God, you are enough. You are my child. Once the addict, always the addict, not with me. You're divorced, ain't nobody gonna want you. The devil is a liar. He puts your life back together. He'll get down in the floor with you, he'll get down in the mud with you, and he'll put your life back. But in order to get this help, you got to come to the Holy Ghost Hospital. I don't have to come to church. He died for the church. He coming back for the church. He sent a revival to the church. He fills you to overflow. I want you to close your eyes. Say, boy, I needed this tonight. I needed this tonight. I, need, I didn't just need to feel better. I needed to be refilled and refocused and reinvigorated. COVID, COVID, COVID. No! Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Woo! I feel the Holy Spirit. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid 
Devil, I'm not afraid. Devil, I'm not afraid. Devil, I'm not afraid. I'm going to beat this thing. Insomnia, nervousness, overachieving. I hear something in my spirit. Lord, people pleasing, anxiety, thoughts of not. Church is where God renews me, refocus me. And refills me. You're not a good mom. If you were a good mom, your kids would be speaking in tongues running down the aisle. The devil is a liar. The prodigal son had a good dad. And his son came back home. Standing all over this room with your hands as high as you can get them in the air. And I want you to lift your hands as high as you can get them. Get that bin out of your elbow. And thank God for the palace of praise. Drug addicts, former, marijuanas, smokers, formers, liars, formers, junkies, former, alcoholic, former, same sex attraction, former. But if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away as far as the east is from the west. That's how far God will take it from you. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Say it, I'm no longer Say it loud I am a child Hold it right there, I want everybody in this room That would say, I needed this I needed to hear this Church is not about me You see that little boy over there? I'll die for that little fella. I love that fella. But God loves him a hundred times, a thousand times more than I could ever love him. And I'm not a good dad because I'm a good preacher or a good provider. The only thing that makes me anything good is Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> he's good. And his mercy endureth forever. As they prepare to sing this very appropriate song, is this your baby? Grab you the nana? Are you serious? Why are they making you old? Why are they making you? You ain't old. And which one is your baby? That's your baby. And your baby had a baby. And look. They raising that baby in the house of God. That's a testament to you. That's a testament to you. I want you to lift your hand and I don't want you to come to this altar just to come. But I want you to come to this altar because you feel the revival in your soul. You feel the breaking in your soul. That I'm getting planted. All in. Say it. I'm all in. All in mean all in.
I want you to make a recommitment. I'm not here because Pastor Miller's my dad in the Lord. I'm not here because he's my dad in the Lord. I'm here because he feels that God wants me to be here to speak to you. And I want you to bring your marriage, bring your life, bring your ministry, bring your hopes, bring your dreams, bring your failures, bring it all to the altar right now. I want you to lift your hand and start coming to this altar right now with your hand. Look at this couple. Look at them. Look at them. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Come on, say it with everything you got. I am a child of God. I want you to sing it for the people in the back. I'm no longer a slave. Sing it, sis. I am. I don't know how this song begins do we have it they're gonna sing the whole song and I want you whew, I want you to let this song get in your soul I want you to get it in your cells in your vein in your blood in your mind in your ear in your heart in your soul in your spirit I want these words to get inside of you and until you no longer need meth you no longer need the cigarettes. You no longer need the beer. You no longer need the alcohol. Wait a minute. You no longer need, what is, help me. What is those love stories? Lifetime. You no longer need that. Soap opera. What is this stuff? That, yeah, no, this other stuff. Reality TV. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I want you to focus on God's reality for your life. Maybe we're going to talk about it in just a few minutes. I don't care what you got. Because I got some stuff in my life. Child, ain't nobody looking down at you, baby. You my, you my sister. Ain't nobody care about that. Because everybody in here got something. That's why we're here. Ain't nobody looking down on nobody. Ain't nobody looking down on nobody because everybody is reaching. All right, sing. Take it from the top. Take it from the top. You unravel me with a melody and you surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone and I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God and I'm no
Lay your hands on anointing with oil. The prayer of faith. The prayer of faith. 
the prayer of faith the prayer of faith hallelujah I'm a child of God you're a child of God you're not perfect but you're better off as God I feel a strong anointing tonight listen I want you to say this come on close your eyes and I want you to say this I'm fighting thoughts that come from the devil thoughts of defeat thoughts of fear thoughts of anxiety thoughts of rejection thoughts of people pleasing thoughts of codependency I am fighting these thoughts I am not welcoming these thoughts I am not soliciting these thoughts but God take these negative thoughts and remove them far from me and take my oh my God that's it that's it that's it I am a child of God yeah, Lord. I want you to get on one side, you get on the other side and lift my sister and lift my sister up and lift my sister up and lift my, lift my sister up. I'm fighting these thoughts. I'm fighting these thoughts. I'm fighting these thoughts. I'm fighting these thoughts. I'm fighting these thoughts in the name of Jesus that's it lift your hands as high as you can get them you're fighting them you're not a slave to them you're fighting you're not failing you're fighting in the name oh. that's it y'all got it y'all got it you're a champion you're a winner you're
sing it. Come on, get this in your spirit. Get this in your spirit.
Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. I see the anointing. I see it.
Yes, Lord. You are for me, not against me. Oh, I am who you say I Go back yonder. Just touch him. Just touch him. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You don't know what people need. Look at the Holy Ghost. Look at the Holy Ghost. to Jesus. Look to him. Just touch the folks. Just touch them. Just touch them. Just lay your hand on Oh, Jesus. They're my son. They're my son. That's my son. Put your hand on my son. He is somebody. God's gonna bless it. You are somebody. Oh, God. Come on back here. Open that door over yonder. Wait a minute. Lay your hands. It's getting thick in here. It's getting thick in here. It's getting thick in here. See, you don't have to call me 
it's inside of you. Hold a minute. Stay right there. Stay right there. Look. Look. Revival is not when some big shot comes. Revival is when you wake up. I want you right, this young man is going through a terrible situation in his family, domestically. He got his daughter tonight. Where's his daughter? Here's his daughter. And he got his daughter tonight by a miracle. He going through it. And he loved his girl, look just like him. He don't need no DNA test. This his daughter. And he wants to see the Lord Jesus Christ work a miracle tonight. And I want somebody to say, if you got any more favors in heaven, release it on this young man tonight. Release a favor tonight. I don't know where his wife is. He's got a real domestic situation. I don't know where she is. But I pray for forgiveness. I pray for mercy. I pray for grace. I pray for healing. I pray for deliverance. I pray for restoration. Oh, children. Y'all see? This big shot spirit need to go. Well, we just need to get this big shot. No, honey. You need to wake up. Well, if we get so-and-so, he's a good singer. She's a good preacher. Honey, if you wake up, ain't no telling what God will do. But we got to get this big shot spirit. And we need to get folk like this young man and this young woman fired up. I said fired up. How old are you? God want to fire you up. Come on. Ask God to fire her up. Ask God to send revival to a nine-year-old. I'm so sick of this spirit of personalities and big-time folk. We need a grassroots revival. We need a grassroots revival. Which one of y'all got blessed? Jesus. Didn't you get a touch tonight? Didn't you get it? Go touch that woman yonder. Go put your hand on it. Don't you wait on me to do it. You stop waiting on me. And you let God anoint you. Lift your hands and say, God anoint these hands. Now lay that hand on somebody. I'm telling you, we're going to kill this big shot spirit. It's killing the church. Pride and arrogance. It's killing the church. I want to see you move in the anointing of God. Lift your hands and say, God, anoint these hands. Give them to God. If ever the anointing was on somebody, I see the heavens on this child. I said, I see the heavens on this child. This child is going to be used mightily by God. Look at this young man. Look at this young man. Hungry for God. Lay your hands on him. I see a preacher. I see an anointing. I see an anointing. God, I want you to put 
a new spirit in this child. Give it to it. Would you just say yes? Would you just give up to the Lord? He's a consuming fire. Young man, if ever was a gifted child, you was precocious, gifted, unusual as a child, and you've let these people break that spirit. Dim your light. But tonight, in the name of Jesus, I want us to put a double anointing on it. I want you to put a double anointing on it. Put both our hands on you. Get behind it. What people took from you, being mean and hateful. Oh, God. God, what people took from you. Oh, somebody help him. Somebody help him shout. Somebody help him shout. Somebody help him shout. Somebody help him get free. Somebody shout. Somebody shout. Oh, God. Listen. Listen. I want you to grab somebody and say, neighbor, I see victory. I see victory. Say it. I see victory, 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 victory. And this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Now some of y'all got a little bit of education like me. Master's degree, Lee University, but I don't care about none of that tonight. I want you tonight to grab somebody in victory. And I want you for one minute to dance before the Lord. Pick up your feet and dance before the Lord. I want you to move your feet. Wave your hand. When I count the three, dance, shout, run, do whatever you want to do. One, two, three, do it. Yes. 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 Yes.
next to you and they're going to start saying that miracles happen and I want you to believe God boy that dance show felt good didn't it man I couldn't dance a few weeks ago my knee was hurting and I said devil you got to get out of this knee but I want you to start praying for somebody and ask God to move on their behalf as he sings a little bit more of this. Miracles happen when you move in this room. Miracles happen when you move in this room. Miracles happen when you Miracles happen 
scorn, pity party, rejection, anxiety is going to be waiting on you, sickness. But I want you right now to speak over your life. I speak over my life. Victory, peace, joy, long-suffering, temperance, meekness. I am not going to let you push my buttons. I'm not going to get angry. I am not going to swear or curse or pop off. I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to walk in the spirit. I'm going to walk in the word of God. I am going to meditate on the word of God. Same sex attraction. Same sex attraction. God, I cannot, listen to me very carefully, in my own strength, fight these urges and desires. But what I can do is commit it into your hands. And if I commit it to you, you will keep me strong in the hour of temptation. What does the Bible say? I will keep that which you commit unto me. I got folks all over the country emailing me, texting me, calling me. I had a church of God pastor who was molested. He's married, he's got children, he's got grandchildren. And he told me, Bishop Ziegler, I fight these temptations. I said, don't you know if you committed to God, he'll keep you from doing stuff that's an abomination before God? God does not want you to invite these thoughts by opening doors to these thoughts by connecting on the internet or ungodly people and allowing them to fuel your mind with this is okay. It is not okay. Do you hear me? Somebody said, Brother Ziggler, why are you on this? You know why? Because I know what the devil wants to do after this meeting. And so tonight, I'm committing it to God. Let's do that. I'm committing every secret, every addiction, every fear. God, you got it. What are you talking about, Bishop Ziegler? Gambling. 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 What is that? trust God and I recommit to trust in God listen lean forward if you can count to ten you can tie if you can, I don't know 
where that came from, but I'm going to use it when I get home. If you can count to 10, you can tithe. You do not have to go to the casino or the riverboat or the lottery, but you can put it in God's hands. Well, Brother Zicker, is it a sin? Is it a weight? Whatever it is, the devil uses it to bring condemnation to your life. So if the devil is using it to condemn you, guess what? It's wrong. And so after this good Holy Ghost, I commit it to, Lord, to the Lord. If you're married, Lord, give me eyes for my spouse. And give my spouse eyes for me. Give me love and respect for my spouse. Come on, let's pray that right now. Give me love and respect for my spouse. And when the devil comes to pull me in the wrong direction, guess what? I'm committed to God. Let's say that. I'm committed. If you commit it, he'll keep it. Is that right? Is that right? Is that right? If you don't commit it, he can't keep it. And so tonight, we commit it to the Lord. And I want us right now with lifting hands, fear that I'm going to mess up, that I'm going to do something stupid, that I'm going to do something dumb, that I'm going to leave a good Holy Ghost service and then fall off the wagon I'm going to leave a Holy Ghost service and go back to texting ungodly people and then get in the snare of the devil. Satan, you a liar. Something real happened to me tonight. And I'm planted in the palace of praise. And the doctrine and the teaching and the principles of this church, I will apply it to my life. Would you say that? I will apply it to my life. Can we all do that? Stand up here, Pastor Miller. Your teaching, your doctrine, your pain, your suffering. How long you been with these folk? 35 years. You know his teaching, his doctrine his standard, his values. Somebody said, Brother Ziegler, the Bible said, drink a little wine for your stomach. And you know what I told him? Your name is not Timothy. <laughs> your, your name is not Timothy. And now they got Pepto-Bismol, they got Nexium, they got Prolisac, well, no, no Prolisac, but they got Tums. They got other things for your stomach besides wine. And so we're going to make a commitment to God. Why? We want this revival to be. We want to keep it going. Some of you young folks, lift your right hand. Some of you young folks, 
Lift your hand. <laughs> I call for the young folk. All right? Real easy because I want you to hear me. I want many of you tonight to do something very difficult. That's why I waited to the end of the service for you to calm down. I want you to think about making some adjustments to social media. How much time you spend on it, how much energy you give to it, how many um, chat rooms you go in or pages you join. Some of this stuff is witchcraft and you and they sneaky because they put a little bit of God in it and they try to trick you into getting your pump, all this old demonic stuff. But I want you right now, those of you, wait a minute, put your hands down because I want to see if the Holy Spirit is really dealing with me. And if it's not, then, it, then I just wasted your time. But how many of you need to make some real serious changes to your social media life. Lift your hand. If you spend a, too much, an absorbent amount of time on it, and you spend more time on it than in the word and prayer and devoting to volunteering to this church, lift your hand. I don't want you to feel condemned. I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to feel tonight like you're getting planted and you're getting all the weeds out your life. You ain't got time for it. You ain't got time. You I could care less. Anybody, honestly, you can't care less about that stuff. But you got other stuff. But the area of social media, I want you to make a commitment to stop giving your platform to fools and crazy people. And I want us to get deep, 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 and deeper into the culture of the palace of praise. Will you make that commitment tonight? Every hand lifted. Lord, I make a commitment to get deeper into the discipleship and the training of this ministry. I make a commitment to get deep, deeper, deeper, and he calls me deeper still. And he calls me deeper still. And he calls me deeper still. He's a good, good father. I want us to worship on that. Your good, good father. It's who you are. Come on. It's who you are. That's what I want. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am, you're a good, good father, it's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you, it's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am, and you're
Just a pastor, just for a moment. This is revival. Is this not revival? Is this what revival is about? How many has been renewed under the anointing of the Holy Spirit? One of the things I want you to understand tonight, we have had what we call a breakthrough. Some has got total victory. Some got a breakthrough. You know what a breakthrough normally is? It's when the odds have been turned into your favor. For so long, you've been the one that's been pushed back. You've been the one that's been tied up. You've been the one that's been hindered. Just like the Apostle Paul. He said, I, I desired to come to you guys, but Satan did hinder me. Even he was hindered. He even was buffeted by the Satan himself. The Apostle Paul was. And there's times that were hindered, that were buffed up, that were pushed back, that were pressed down, were, 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 were knocked down. There's times that that happens. But tonight, there's been a difference. We have had a breakthrough. The odds have been turned into our favor. And you know what happens to so many Pentecostal churches is they don't know how to learn how to walk in the Spirit and understand what the Spirit's doing. And they get caught up in the emotion of what happened tonight. They walk out, and this is what we do. We go out and we tell everybody what a great service we had, and that's as far as we go with what happened. And it dies. And you know what happens? The enemy comes back in, takes the territory back, and we get pushed back again, and we get pressed again, and we get oppressed again, and we get hindered again, and we get buffeted again. And we think, well, what happened? What happened is that while we had it in our favor, we didn't keep striking. We didn't keep praying. We didn't keep pushing. We didn't keep doing. Now, you know what I expect when you come back in the house of God? You bring the Spirit with you. And the very liberties that you felt tonight, you don't have to have a, a somebody from out of town to stir you up in order to get you to operate in the Holy Ghost. What we're happening right here, I expect this every Sunday morning. I expect it every Sunday night. I expect it. Every, I, I expect a move of God. It does not have to die. God don't move in and move out, move in and move. It's not someone that we just throw out with the dishwater. Well, God, you know, today I like what you've done. And another thing I want you to understand. Everybody may not agree with my preaching, but listen to me. The Holy Spirit has told me to raise the bar and raise the standard. And listen, listen to what's happened to America. People are refraining from the words consecration, dedication, holiness, sanctification. Come on, somebody. They're afraid, and here's what they'll say is, you'll run people off. Do you not understand? that people are looking for a place that's got a standard that says, you got hope for me. 
You, you, you've got something that says I can be free. That I don't have to live and fight this the rest of my life. You're saying that I can be consecrated to the Spirit of God and I can be liberated and free and forever, ever be able to flow in the Holy Ghost. Amen. People don't want, you know, and we want to baby people. Now, I know that there are babes in Christ and we love them and we, we help them mature. But I tell you, there comes a time that you got to say, this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. Sometimes you got to get in people's faces. Man, this is going over like a lead balloon. This is a time for holiness. You want to keep it going? It's a time of holiness. It's a time of consecration. It's that you do not have to leave this service and in a week find yourself back doing the same old things that you were doing just a week ago. You got the devil on the run. Chase him until you behead him. You got the odds turned in your favor. You're the one in control now. You're the one that's not on the offense of the defense. You're on the offense. And when you read that scripture, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, gates means that it's fortified. In other words, it isn't the church holding the fort. It's the devil that's got gates to keep us from storming it. And I'm here to we're tearing down the gates of hell so we can rob the enemy of all of his spoils. We bind the strong man and take everything back that he stole from us. Oh my goodness. You cannot get back stuff that's been stolen from you by locking yourself up, holding what you've got, You've got to say, I am on the, I'm on the offense. I am going to storm the gates of hell. I'm knocking the gates of hell down. And that which he stole and fortified, I'm taking it back. So from this day forward, we at the palace of praise are no longer on the defense, holding the fort, setting in, feeling sorry for ourselves. We have the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not victims, but we're victors. We say it every Sunday. We're going to storm the gates of hell. We're going to have revival. Hallelujah. And, and be king, be smart. You guys on the internet and media and all that, I've been preaching that for years. Man, understand what you're opening yourself up to. I had a preacher, and I'll, I'll just stop with this. Several years ago, he came up to me and he said, man, you got to check this out. He said, you're building the new church. We were building this church at that time. He said, AT&T is giving me so many thousands of dollars and we're gonna put a tower in our steeple of our church. We're gonna come in and tear out a thing. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna come in. They're gonna put the tower up and they're gonna close it in. When you walk in, you'll never see it. And said, you know, and uh, the steeple's gonna cover it up. You won't even know the tower's there. And it's going to be a cell phone kind of a thing, an internet kind of a thing. We're going to get so many thousand dollars for letting them do that. And then we're going to get so much a month for so many years. It's going to pay our building off. Sounded so grand and so glorious. And I come home and I told Jenny, I said, you know, I got to check into that. Because he said he had insight on this guy. And this guy can make it happen for us here at the palace probably. And I felt checked in my spirit. And the Lord said, you pray about that. And I prayed about it, and the Holy Spirit brought it to my mind. You know how much pornography is going through the steeple of that church, through that antenna, through, the, through, that, through that cellular line? And then he reminded me who the prince and the power of the area is. 
And without even realizing it, they built a devil's nest right in their church. You say, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. I do. I said, I do. And when you open up to a site, you're not open up to something just physical that you see that seems to be, you're opening up to a spirit. Can I have an amen? And for around here, there's only one spirit that we obey. It's the Holy Ghost. Amen. How many has enjoyed Brother Ziegler? And, and let me, I didn't finish my story. We don't have no power in the palace, okay? We've got a direct line to the Heavenly Father. And everything he's decreed over us in heaven, we are proclaiming that we shall see it manifested in the natural. Everything good gift and every perfect gift that's stored up. How many knows that God will withhold no good thing to them that walk uprightly? God will give you the keys to the kingdom of God. Oh, man, I can preach right now. Woo! Hallelujah. We're gonna, I want you to be blessed. Look at somebody and say, be blessed. Now look at somebody and say, be anointed. Now here's the hard part. Say, do something with it for heaven's sakes. Amen. You know, Brother Ziegler, man, that guy works, don't he? He don't give up. I have pre he's preached five sermons probably, and, and, and he just keeps working and keep working and keep working until he has results. Folks, I tell you, we appreciate him so much, and I want you to give him a Missouri appreciation, would you? <laughs> Though he's going to Washington, D.C. to be a... A pastor in that big church, I said, are you going to go up there and forget about us? He said, oh, no, no. He said, I made him going to come back. Amen. God bless you. Turn around and tell somebody you love them. Bring back the Spirit of the Lord. Take the Spirit of the Lord with you and do something with it in Jesus' name. Amen.